us a random question to start us off today. Which country is the happiest country in the world? The answer, according to the UN's Sustainable Development Solutions Network and their annual World Happiness Report, is it's Finland. In fact, Finland has been ranked the happiest country in the world for the past five years in a row. So what is Finland's secret? Theories abound. Frank Martella, a Finnish philosopher and psychology researcher who studies the fundamentals of happiness, has a few theories himself as well. He believes that Finnish people are as happy as they are because of the three things that they never do. In his own words, the people of Finland, one, don't compare themselves to their neighbors. Two, don't overlook the benefits of nature. And three, don't break the community circle of trust. Valuing oneself, valuing nature, and valuing the trust between one another. They indeed sound like a solid foundation for happiness, don't they? I'm Lena Park, and... This is one fine day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was SES with their song "Kamsa Animyo" or "Show Me Your Love." All right, congratulations, Finland. Being ranked the happiest country in the world for five years in a row, that is no small feat. Surprisingly, though, apparently the people of Finland don't actually use the word happy to describe their lives very often. Instead, they use the expression satisfied. But I think that's really all it takes to be happy, isn't it? If we are satisfied with ourselves, without wanting or being in need of anything more, wow, being satisfied actually sounds pretty grand, pretty luxurious. Surely that is what happiness is, right? So, listeners, how is your Tuesday going f- so far? Has it been a satisfying day? What is your definition of happiness? And have you ever been to Finland? Maybe you are in Finland right now. I ask, of course, because our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. So wherever you may be, tell me where you are and what you're up to today. While at it, you can also include any song requests, and of course, feel free to share any sayonder. These are stories and anecdotes. About anything that's going on, nothing is too trivial to share. Anything goes. All right, just message me on Kong if that's how you're listening to us, or you can use the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. You can also leave comments on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com/slash/EnglishKBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you can also text me at sharp eight one five zero. It's fifty one per SMS and one hundred one per MMS. 
In part two of the show, we will be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. Stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll talk about today. All right, I'll be back with the roll call after this. Here are those cute, cute boys making a YouTube sensation, right? Paul Kim, Kim Min-seok, Jung Seung-hwan, Hyun-sung, Park Na-ri, also known as Gomak Sonyeondan, or the Gomak Boys. It's their song, Tango, Sweet Thing. Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea, and right now it's 5:23 p.m. It's a warm day, but in exchange for the warm temperatures, we have got some really bad air quality these days. I woke up and I was like, "Ooh!" And you look out the window, and it's all like hazy, but you know it's not fog; it's dust. Oh yes, yes, but hopefully it'll pass soon. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeouido, Seoul. Where are you? Time for our global roll call, so that I can find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now. Aside from listening to our show, of course. Where are you? Forever Lena doesn't say where I am, but I'm assuming it's somewhere in Seoul because Forever Lena says the day is filled with fine dust. Mm-hmm. But still, it's one fine day. <laughs> Here I am, 0203. Right, I'm so happy that the weather's so warm these days. Yes, it's true. It is nice to. Uh, not have to bundle up so much. And you know, it's only going to get more and more warm. <laughs> Alicia Y writes, Tomorrow morning, my company will be launching its 2023 Trust Barometer, its annual trust and credibility survey, at an event where all our Sydney-based clients and top-tier media are invited. I've got to be at the venue by 6.30 a.m. to help with setup, so good luck to me waking up at 5 a.m. Silver lining is that I get to hand my two daily morning reports to my Melbourne-based colleagues. Also, whoever assigned me the role of event usher and backstage obviously isn't aware of my face blindness issue. I'll embarrassingly admit that there are journalists I've interacted with several times and still can't match their faces to their names. Really hope they'll be wearing name tags. Oh my, oh my, yes. That face blindness um, affliction is, well, not only is very unusual, but uh, yeah, I guess you gotta find a way to make it work, work around it. And hopefully you'll be able to do a great job with event ushering and backstage, uh, this and that and whatnot. Hope it's a great event. Chungsook72 writes, DJ Lena, I am feeling so sleepy after lunch. Thanks to the sudden rise in temperature, I'm feeling so listless. 
It's the kind of day that makes me want to go home, stretch out, and take a deep nap. But work awaits. My goal for the year is to tag along on the Park Jonghyun National Tour, so I must work hard. La la la. <laughs> ah yes. Um, if you want to go on every single concert of a national tour, knock on wood that it's happening this year. That does that does break a little bit of your wallet, a little bit. Yes, it's not super cheap. So yes, work hard, work hard. Hope to see you at the concerts. Okay, we're gonna look at some song requests. First request from listener Mumu, who writes, "Changyeon Unni, I'm so backy, happy that you're back." Hehe. Hwasa Unni sang on the new Hwasa Unni from Mamamoo sang on the new Epic High song. Have you heard it yet? I'll request it. Ooh, I haven't. That sounds really cool. A nice little fresh matchup. So we'll get Epahai's newest out there. Yumi Jung writes, My eldest son loves Iron Man so much so that he chose Tony as his English name. We'll be vacationing in Guam, and since Guam is, you know, part of the United States, he's excited that he might run into Tony, <laughs> and he's been practicing how to say hello in English. There are zero chances that he'll meet Tony, but there's no harm in practicing, I guess. Maybe I should be doing some practice too. My request song is Angmu's "Ibek Percent." Ah, okie doke. <laughs> well, Guam's gonna be kind of nice, and I'm sure he will meet. Probably will meet a Tony or an Anthony. But maybe not the Tony. But yes, no harm in practicing. Fun, fun. Okay, let's listen to these two song requests right now. First up, Epic High with Catch featuring Lhasa, followed by Angmu and their song Two Hundred Percent. I can never lose what your haters gone through. That was Angmi with their song "Ibek Percent" or "Ibek 200 Percent." Before that, it was Epic High with their new one, "Catch" featuring Hwasa. I love how she brings that—I don't know—only Hwasa can sing it like this kind of feel to the song. It adds a nice, cool touch and a little singing from Tablo there. That was a nice surprise. All right, a couple uh, now. This is a response to today's opening. We were talking about the subject of. Happiness, Yubin, very sweet, says, My happiness is to listen to Lena's song. Uh, but get this, we got a message from Jisoo Kim, 0801, and actually wrote this before the opening aired and said, I got my first paycheck last week. Yay! I treated lunch for my family and I got, gave some pocket money to my little brother. This is happiness, right? Ooh, yes, definitely. More than anything else, you definitely had a satisfying day, a very happy day. Nice that we were kind of on the same wavelength. JSJerry76 wrote, Yesterday when I got home, I found my wife absentmindedly staring at some flowers in water. I asked her what she was doing, and she said she thought the flowers looked so pretty while walking by, so she bought them just for herself, and that she was doing some kotmong. Yeah, just zoning out, staring at the flowers. Well, I told her, 
Since it's sad when flowers die, she should just look at my face. Then she said she doesn't want any wilted flowers. So I made a reservation with a dermatologist today and ordered some collagen too. All right, there you go. Just get some collagen supplements going there. And yes, be the not wilting flower for your wife. Really fun story there. Thank you. Alrighty, uh, Kartik 4 says uh, they received the gift from OFD and really, really like it and says, thank you so much. So glad you got your gift. Uh, we are very, very happy to give it out. A little small token of appreciation for participating in our message boards and our comments and our SNS posts as well. All right, for our next song break, here's a song requested by listener Here I Am 0203. It is Bulbagan Sachungi with Love Story. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Yubiniko says, I really like your glasses. How many glasses do you have? Ooh, actually, I do have a few pairs of glasses. Ever since I started needing reading glasses, I hated running around the house looking for them. So I got a pair for like almost, I think like three pairs of reading glasses stationed one in my bag, one by my bed, one in the living room. And then I have all the fashion glasses, which I pretty much will soon have to put prescriptions on. You, you. Ian Kang writes, Hello, DJ Lena. You sing for us songs of many different styles, but you especially seem to sing many of those with the message of hope. Are there any special reasons for this? Well, I often find hope and courage from your songs. Thank you so much for singing for a long time. My request song is Taeyeon's Gravity because you're my gravity. Oh, that's very sweet. Um, I think that I gravitate towards songs that talk about or wish for hope because that's what I want uh, to gain from music and it's what I'm drawn to. So, yeah, it's the story that I want to tell. You know, and I'm always kind of for either exploring um, difficult feelings to kind of work through them or um, focusing on a positive kind of uh, silver lining, you know, if people need one. Because I need one too. So I think I just kind of am drawn to those kind of stories when I'm picking songs. Hmm. Well, thank you for your question. For our next song break, we will play Ian King's um, uh, song request. So let's all enjoy. Here is Taeyeon with Gravity. Chungyeo. They're different, but not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe.
Time to listen to two songs that seem nothing alike but are actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track, it's Parallel Universe. Today we'll listen to only one, as in, two songs that are both entitled Only One. First up is the K-pop song, very famous, yes you guessed it, Only One by BOA. Boa made her debut in 2000 when she was in her early teens. She was just a pretty baby and quickly she became the star of Asia, winning nicknames like the star of Asia and the queen of K-pop, still going strong and beautiful as ever. Her song, Only One, was the title track of her seventh studio album of the same title. It was released in 2012. Written and composed by Boa herself, it was the first time since her debut that she promoted her self-composed song as an album's title track. That must have been a really big moment for her. Now the song starts out like this. You're only drifting away. You're the only one. As much as I've loved you, you're the only one. It hurts and hurts, but it's foolish. But it's goodbye. Even if I'll never see you again, you're the only one, only one. Uh, It doesn't look like it's going to work out, but she's not going to change her heart about this person, right? As for our non-K-pop song, we will listen to Only One by Canadian singer-songwriter Jessie Reyes. Her first EP, entitled Kiddo, won her four nominations at the 2018 Juno Awards, from which she took home the trophy for Breakthrough Artist. She has since won more Juno Awards and some Grammy nominations, too. All the while, she also wrote songs for other artists like Calvin Harris, Dua Lipa, and Normani, just to name a few. Her song, Only One, was part of her second studio album, entitled Yesy, so cute. It was released in September of last year. Here is a bit of this song's lyrics. Don't call me when you got time. Call me when you're busy so I know I'm a priority, priority, top priority. Call me real late at night when you gotta wake up early so I know I'm a priority. We could fall asleep together. I'm the type to level up whom I'm around. Put you on new music, on new books, if you want to do this. I don't want someone who's for everybody. I just want to be your only one, only one. Super clever lyrics. So we got one song saying, despite all, you're the only one for me. And then another one that's saying, I want to be the only one for you. Let's listen to them back to back right now. Only One by Boa and Only One by Jesse Reyes. That was Jesse Reyes with Only One, and before that, Only One by Boa. One classic and one new track. Those were the Parallel Universe songs of the day. Now coming up in part two, our expert with impeccable taste, Professor Cynthia will be joining me here for OFD and Chill. So don't change that channel, join us. 
Let me wrap up part one first with Minoy and the song Salang Salang. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill is coming right up. Professor Cynthia will join me in the studio in just a moment. So, if you're trying to decide which Korean movie to watch next, which K-drama to binge on next, or which K-star to absolutely fall in love with next first, hear out what she recommends. But first, here is a song break to enjoy while Cynthia settles into the studio. First up, it's Kim Yeonu with 사랑한다는 흔한 말. Never got to say I love you. After that, we'll listen to Haze with 너와 함께 한 시간 속에서 In the time spent with you. given moment, countless titles are showing at the movie theaters and there are more dramas out there for you to binge on, get addicted to. Now, when every one of them is as inviting as the next, how do you decide where to start? You should first OFD and chill. K-dramas have been huge for several decades, but everyone knows now that Korean films are just as amazing. So whether it be film or TV, if that one-inch tall barrier of subtitles mean nothing to you, but you just don't know where to go next, OFD and Chill can be your guide. As usual, our guide and expert with very physical tastes. <laughs> it is Professor Cynthia Yu. I was right. not feeling very creative today. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It's a Tuesday that feels like a Monday. <laughs> you do have your beanie on, so uh, I know yeah. you're having one of those uh, hair One of days. those, yes, one of those, oh, I'll just throw a beanie on it. I actually washed my hair today, yeah. but I do have this cap on because, yes, because you know, I'm why? trying to get that nonchalant look. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, a little bit of an inside joke. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw this kind of like how to be a French chic sort of right, like nonchalant beauty, tutorial uh, video tutorials on on youtube but mm-hmm. pretty funny yeah this you know model whatever person yeah. mm-hmm. you know wore this baseball cap and yeah. i thought oh is that a new parisian thing like a trend right mm-hmm. no she just wanted that flat head created by a baseball cap so i don't want to use a cap mm-hmm. because of the flat hair i'll get right but she wore a cap to achieve a flat head right Right. She needed to dishevel her hair. Oh, I have to share this so link funny. somewhere because she went to all this trouble just so to look many extremely disheveled. Yes, many like, products to look like I don't she didn't care. wash her face. Right. Like <laughs> I don't care. Like she wanted that no makeup That's look. So and then funny. like wow, But so many products wow, went girl, into it. You have you've raided an entire French wow. apothecary or something. Wow. So it's like that. I feel like a comedy sketch skit <sighs> should be made out of that kind of um 
But I just can't believe it was real and it, it was weren't so watching real. a parody. Right? Uh, <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that. Cynthia was telling me that uh, this model, she not only put a baseball cap really tight on her head and mm-hmm. said, keep it like so. Mm-hmm. Then she actually tied the, her long hair into this crazy knot in the back, mm-hmm. waited, took it all out so that her hair looked absolutely a mess. Right. And then voila, that voila. was... <laughs> My I don't care look, I just got out of bed like this. But it took me 30 minutes. Oh, it took her more than 30 <laughs> minutes. The video was quite long too. Wow, you know, it's that's all so funny. Oh, funny, uh, funny yeah. stuff. But yes, we're both kind of um, do- adorning the uh, hat fashion mm-hmm. today. Today was for sort of like, oh, I just don't know. I got to throw a beanie on it. It was just too flat. It it's also too... really disgusting outside. Yes, it's kind of gross. Right, yes, I mean, fine dust. It's gotten warmer, but yes. then the dust's come back. Yes, it's we always have that, you know, mm-hmm. you got to give up one for the other. And it seems <sighs> like things are, it's a sign to me of somewhat relative normalcy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too crazy, mm. sad about it. We have all got our KF94 masks on anyway. So even though there's no mask mandate, but no one seems to be taking it <laughs> The young people are. Yes, the you young know, people are. I dropped by the um, this department store nearby that's very young and hip. Yes. And I was kind of stunned by all the young people yes. not wearing their masks. Yes, unabashedly. They're I like, know. I think they feel that it's upon them mm-hmm. as a duty to hurry up and get this started so that eventually everyone will overcome mm-hmm. the nunchi, you know, the mm-hmm. kind of like reading the room, and then it will come. I find what's interesting, I was at the department store a couple times over the weekend, is that even groups or couples, mm-hmm. one will have a mask and oh, one yeah, won't. it's true. Families, the, right? young, the children will have their masks mask off, on, but, but the, the parents, parents won't. Mm-hmm. So it's very 50-50. It seems to be very, like, individual choice. But, yeah, it was funny seeing couples where one had a mask and one didn't. Yeah, I was wondering, is it the more attractive partner that <laughs> has their mask off? Is it their, like, confidence score, you know? I no, I Who think knows? it's literally personal comfort, mm. right? Um, I think, um, yeah, some people are like, yeah, I don't think we need it. We're on the downturn, but other the other person could be autoimmune compromised. Who knows? Yeah, like older or has folks. That if you have <clears throat> kind of if you're not feeling one hundred percent, you know, it's for the other person. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, I just love not, you know, wearing makeup. Me too. Like, and of course, I, you I like, like the, the anonymity. Mask, right? I'll like never take off my mask mm-hmm. because then people can see me. I'll <laughs> no way. Um, so I'm, the mask is I'm buying in bulk still. <laughs> that's for sure. All right, we've got Alicia taping Warren JSJ76. Yubin Kim Jisoo all saying hello, hello, Yusunim, and Temadu96 says 안녕하세요, a new unfamiliar ID. Welcome to the show. Now, Alicia's wondering about this adjective. She's like, physical? Like, as in action movies? Or physical? Like, intimacy? I know, it's misleading. Mm. But Cynthia will explain it to you, and you will understand how uncreative I was today with my adjective. Lena is yes. referring to physical 100. Or yes. In Korea, physical pick. Physical pick. It is a new hit Sports mm-hmm. sort of athletics variety show that's on the big OTT network. Been trending a lot on yes. my feed and stuff, but yes. I, I was like, "What is this? Is this some sort of 
variety show? Mm-hmm. Is it is it stunt people? So I'm really curious as to um, any insight you can give to uh, physical. Everyone is saying it's like a re- real life Squid Game Survivor oh. show. Oh, because there's a survivor element. I see to the series. Oh, oh, as, that sounds a little more dramatic and hardcore than yeah, I thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you know, every Tuesday there's two new episodes, and I've watched the first four, okay. and they're entertaining. Yeah. Um, the show basically follows 100 contestants, okay. but they're wiped out pretty quickly, <gasps> half of them, in the first two episodes wow. with the first challenge. So it's called 100, but we've already wiped out half, and it's only Mm. not even halfway in. Right. Wow. It's going to run for, I think, 10 more, 10 episodes. Okay. Um, So basically, it has 100 male and female competitors Mm -hmm. from all different backgrounds. Okay. But they're all really, can I say this, lit? (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're cut. They're, they they're are hard. In Korea, we call hardcore. it hard bodies. Hard body. Right. That's very self-explanatory. Hard body. Yeah, but they're all from different sort of, you know, some are. We have Olympic gold medalists oh. like Yoon Sung-bin or Yap Hak-san. But mm-hmm. Yoon Sung-bin is a former skeleton racer. Oh, okay. So very, very wiry. and No, no, no. Huge. Oh, huge. He's big. Oh. Right? Well, Yang Hak-san, yes. again, like um, Olympic medalist. Mm-hmm. But sh- he's a gymnast. Ah. So very, a very different physique. That's right? true. That's true. So these hundred folks from mm-hmm. different sports, mm-hmm. different... Um, careers mm-hmm. featuring really different physiques. Oh, okay. I like right? that. I like the div- diversity of physiques. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have folks who are like UDT reservists. Oh. Um, we have fitness, you know, YouTubers, mm-hmm. national rugby players, Rouge. There's a prison guard. Oh. You know, he's been a prison guard for the past 17 years. Oh, my goodness. And he came but on the show. He really loves he's working great. out and he's really great. fit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cheerleaders. Wow. I saw a cheerleader. All walks of life. Right. So it's not all celebrities, too. Mm-hmm. It's actually just normal folks and right. some who have notoriety, some who don't. Oh, yes. Yeah. Some mm. are, you know, I mean, there are folks who are very famous. I okay. mean, we have Chu Sung Oh, right? he's got to be like the poster hmm. child. Right. He can't get knocked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, <laughs> that's the danger. Let's see. Let's see, Let's you see know. what happens. Right. Because okay. mm-hmm. some of it isn't up to him. There are one-on-one challenges, mm-hmm. but there are also team challenges as well, okay. mm-hmm. which, you know, relies on a lot of teamwork oh, and yeah. strategy as well. That, that was another aspect of Squid Game yes. that we had seen as well. Mm-hmm. So why is it like Squid Game? Is it like, did they reenact some of those feats? Or? No, no? Okay. but apparently all, I mean, all of the contestants mm-hmm. have a number okay. in the back, mm-hmm. which reminded folks of, of Squid, Squid Game. Game. That's true. And, you know, the focus is on the Contestants, mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of backstory. Mm. You know, in a lot of these survivor games or reality shows, you get a lot of like sort of, mm, I, you know, I have this really soft story or this tragic right. kind of you backstory. Know, backstory. Right, right. None of that. It really focuses on the individual challenge. Okay. But there are really human moments as well, mm. right? Because well, I can imagine when you're 
at that point of maximum exertion, right. it's going to elicit, you need not only physical, but mm-hmm. you need mental capacities. So mm-hmm. I can see that making for some dramatic moments. Um, Koreans um, viewers have already uh, created really fun kind of um, you know, nicknames for the show. Oh, yeah? Because in Korea, kunyuk means muscle. Yes. And hersu, it means trainer right, going trainer. to the gym. Hersu. So folks are calling it hersu gain, health and ojingo, right? Kunjingo gain, kunyuk and ojingo, right? funny. Kapojingo. Just playing up on the whole ojingo mm-hmm. game or squid game with a lot of funny wordplay there. Interesting. There's no, like, you know, usually in these reality shows, mm-hmm. there are these sort of funny comedians who play, who, you know, perform as the MC, right? right? right. Sometimes there's a live audience, laugh sure. tracks, whatever. None right. of that. None of that. Okay. So, a very different feel. Apparently, like, voiceover, like, you know, narrator mm-hmm. or MC telling them what the rules are, okay. which is very kind of akin to right. Squid Game. Oh, that's true, that's, too. This non-corporeal voice mm-hmm. speaking out of somewhere. Mm-hmm. And apparently they also use a, some of the sort of music from the Squid Game mm, okay, soundtrack so as well. Squid Game comparisons are mm-hmm. very actually deliberately placed right. there. They, they wanted you mm-hmm. to sort of think about. I think so. Okay. Although no one's getting killed or anything, but okay. there's a lot of eliminations because mm. this is a 10 episode. I think they're only going to do maybe five at the most five oh, so um, challenges. Wow. So mm-hmm. I can see the just the conciseness alone making mm-hmm. it very kind of can't stop watching, can't wait for the next episode kind of thing. Exactly. Well, no wonder like almost half of the hundred is already eliminated. Right. Wow. From the first challenge alone. Interesting <laughs> stuff. Now I am, my curiosity is really peaked. Uh, we will be back with more about physical pick or physical 100. But let's listen to NCT 127 first with Youngung or Kick It. That was NCT127. <laughs> this is really getting us into mood for that physical, like, you know, singing about Bruce Lee here, mm-hmm. Young Moon, kick it. We're talking about PG Carpet or mm-hmm. a physical 100. If you guys subscribe to uh, the major OTT site, then you've probably seen this on your splash screen. I have definitely have. But I was a little skeptical. I'm mm. like, well, what's this now? Some silly Korean variety. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, the Korean variety shows... Mm-hmm. From my perspective as a celebrity who gets calls to be on them, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, how embarrassing is it? And oh. how much do you humiliate your contestants? Oh, that's and right. That kind of stuff. But this is totally no, different. This is actually respect. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like a, a, a love song to or a love letter to physicality, to right. the feet of these people who have achieved this top physical, you know, they're at that performance level that is above and beyond the normal human. Yeah, I mean, there's none of that forced laughter or humor or gag No laugh content. tracks alone. Right. You had me at no laugh tracks. The only co- <laughs> there were some funny moments mm-hmm. because of the characters, mm-hmm. right? Um, but actually the funniest moment was yeah. after the first challenge and you know, um, I think some of the contestants go into this um, you know, to where they can rest. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And the walls were filled with all these 
protein supplements <laughs> products. Like everything from the protein bars <laughs> to the cookies yeah. and the shakes. And they were all going wild. That's funny. This is it for them, right? This yeah. is the wall. It's <laughs> true. I found that to be the that most kind funny. of it's funniest funny moment. It's funny because it's true. So, no, right? like you, it would be like as if you saw all these like luxury bags on the wall, right? <laughs> Just these people were like, they were like, this is heaven. It's, heaven. <laughs> it's true. It's, <laughs> you know, you spend a lot of time looking for quality protein products. It's true. <laughs> Kim Jisoo says, oh, that's right. I did hear there's like mm. some sort of Squid Game-like program in real life. I think that Squid Game acts aspect is they're they're trying to drop this motif to, i think to draw people mm-hmm. in but from what you're telling me they don't really need the gimmick no. because it does sound interesting in and of itself yeah um and taepae warren commenting about of course chusong moon he says she says he's so funny in that other variety show with mm-hmm. his daughters harang right mm-hmm. and then alicia is like ah no wonder I keep seeing Chuseong Moon in my friend's Insta story. So yes, it's totally trending, and this is why. Yeah, and it's doing very well mm-hmm. overseas. Um, we were, you know, my husband and I, we were quite surprised mm-hmm. how quickly it's mm-hmm. gone up um, in the ratings. It's our the first week, the first two episodes mm-hmm. uh, made it to I think top ten of. The U.S., oh, England, wow. all of these sort of Western countries who, <laughs> wow. who are a little bit always a little bit like, wow, Asian variety shows are a little weird. They, they get a bit of very, culture shock. Yes, it's, right? it does seem wacky mm-hmm. from an American perspective, that's for sure. But wow. not, not not this, this time. <laughs> and what's really interesting, too, is mm-hmm. this is the OTT original show, but mm-hmm. it's actually been created by one of the three major Korean bo- broadcasters. Oh, the major, the Gongjungpa broadcasters. Right. But they're not airing it on their platform, on their station. It's strictly for the OTT platform. Okay. You know, I see that this is the future of right. OTT and network collaboration. Mm-hmm. Part of that is because there's a lot of swearing mm. in the series a lot of folks are tapped up they have a lot of Tatted tattoos up. right mm-hmm. so some of this content wouldn't have been able to they be don't make the cut right right there's much a stricter you know content kind of standard for right. network television and cult sort of like cultural sensitivities sure, right of course because this there are almost no rules oh. so <laughs> i mean the first challenge was fun okay um it was a dead hang Dead hang. So this was very Squid Game like. Okay. So fifty, you, 50 contestants mm-hmm. at a time, mm-hmm. basically sort of, you know, got their shoulders and arm on like this sort of wire contraption. Okay. Right. Uh huh. Um, kind of looking like a, not a maze, but uh-huh. you know, and then they were lifted up. Right. And then they had to sort of, you know, mm-hmm. be in a dead hang. Dead as, hang. As long as they could. Oh, yeah, I can just see no circulation. And... It looked super painful. Yeah. And then some of these guys are muscle yeah. muscle folks, muscle builders. Mm-hmm. They just drop like flies. Yes. Not flies, because they drop <laughs> like lead. Yes, they just... And, right, and below, I guess it was over a pool, so it's okay, safe. Okay, so they drop into water. But it looked a little scary, too, because yeah. they were fairly high Pretty up. Pretty high up. Right? Oh, Squid interesting. Line, yeah, right? that's true. Whoever is producing this is really smart. The very simple things, like just right. simple dead hang, but creating moments where, you know, we're not 
physically, you know, at this level at these people, but just on a people level. Right. You're like, oh, this is very, this is the most kind of basic challenge. Very visceral. hmm. Apparently, you know, a lot, this is done um, in the army Ah, and other sort of, you know, when you're part of training practices because it really develops your core strength Mm. so much so that, okay, this is an aside. Apparently this became like a challenge for folks in Singapore. Oh, like on their nut tubes, right? Oh, they okay. Took, they took it became this, sort of a the physical viral pick, challenge. Viral challenge. Mm. Um, although, if you've never done this before, mm-hmm. if you do want to try, don't do it longer than ten seconds. Apparently, at a time. At a time. Mm-hmm. If you're new to this sort of, you know, okay, exercise, that sounds like something that definitely needs some sort of guidance or this is not something you just do home and alone yeah i was actually worried about some of these contestants i was like oh my god they're going to like you know stretch Mm -hmm. something or break something yeah so from the very first challenge it was really fun Mm -hmm. um the next challenge this is where i think um you know maybe the broadcaster was kind of smart and making this uh taking it out of their own platform okay because basically the Top 50 folks okay. could challenge anyone in the bottom 50. Oh. Right? Okay, so they got ranked after the dead hang. Mm-hmm. And then that's a classic thing also that you right. do in sports or in, even back in school. Right. Top 50, pick a bottom 50 right. partner. But or re- challenger. Yeah. But remember, these are folks with, you know, men and women, mm-hmm. very different f- oh, physiques. different walks of life. So mm. def- there were folks who... F- Picked, you know, there was a guy, mm-hmm. uh, jujitsu perf- uh, athlete. athlete. He picked a a woman, mm-hmm. you know, to contest- challenge a woman contestant. Yeah, contestant, thinking he would obviously have the upper hand being a right? male. Mm-hmm. And that um, kind of challenge became a bit of an issue. Oh, because he used a very classic jujitsu move on uh-huh, her. Uh-huh. It's called some. I just learned this mm-hmm. Neon Valley. Okay, and it's he uses his. Um, knees mm. to press down on the pit of her stomach. Okay, yep, the I've seen that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, folks thought that maybe it was her chest. Mm. And they thought, oh, that's unfair. I right? See. Mm-hmm. And so there was a sort of, you know, a little bit s- of controversy. Sca- controversial controversy and scandal, mm. you know, on whether this is like appropriate from, you know, different genders, very different weight categories, too. That's true. Right? That's true. So, you know, you know, is mm-hmm. that is that a fair was challenge? Was that fair? Was it? Well, I mean, he was in the top fifty. He mm-hmm. got to choose anyone he wanted, and that's obviously, he's going to go for the advantage right. to himself. So. so, but that's what a lot of folks said. Other folks actually mm-hmm. chose someone at sort of at their level because it was a matter of pride, pride and conscience. Right. And, oh, also. Uh, optics. Yes. And then this guy is like, I don't care about optics. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I want to win. Right. Oh. There was like someone, in, you know, top, you know, you know, top five member who ch- chose someone like in the bottom five, <laughs> you know, all of this. Yeah. But that was a really fun challenge because mm-hmm. the challenge, um, the contestants was a dancer mm-hmm. um, who did the choreography for all those K-Zombie movies oh, and dramas. And so he did cool. such a fun like defense because he used some of his zombie moves as he was like running around yeah yeah so fun interesting it's just such a diverse collection that Mm -hmm. you're gonna have something entertaining to look at 
All right. Good stuff. All right, we're going to go to our next song break, and we'll be back with more. Here's La Seraphim with Fearless. That was Fearless by La Seraphim. A very addicting song. Um, mm. Maybe as addicting, almost as addicting as what this show sounds like. Um, and also, Physical 100 is not uh, groundbreaking so much in terms of genre because Korea does have all different kinds of variety. If we, we want to go way, way back, classic, classic, I'm thinking like Running Man, where they <laughs> had true. celebrities do all right. these wackadoodle mm-hmm. kind of physical feats and stunts and <laughs> strategy games. Yeah, strategy there's games. There's a huge genre of survivor games, That's right? True. That's true. And there's true. like these mini sort of sub genres yes. that I'd like to explore because, you know, yeah. they're. My husband loves the sort of brain-teasing mm. tune. We call them tune survivor games. Brain survivors. And then there's like zombie versions That's and true. horror versions and escape room versions. And That's they're kind right. of really fun. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's some sort of like you're vicariously experiencing right. what they're experiencing, right? And then so for that alone, it just people... You you keep watching, and there yeah. were I think a really great relief during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Oh, I can right? imagine. Yes, and I think that explains some of the uh, popularity of these oh. sports variety shows. Yeah, because that's a good good theory. Mm-hmm. We couldn't even like go to the gym. We, you know, we for can't some move, parts, so right? we're gonna at least watch people move. <laughs> I know, eating our snacks on our couch, going like, yeah, maybe I could do that. Yeah, well, like, we eat our tteokbokki. All right, yeah, so, um, Cindy, you brought in a couple other shows you yeah. want to check out if this genre kind of piques your interest. Yeah, I want to mention a couple of really classic um, sports variety mm. shows. Mm-hmm. One is right here from KBS. Mm-hmm. Um, let's... Turbar Dream Team. <laughs> Turbar Dream Team, yes. Turbar Dream Team. Yes. Let's go, Dream Team. Let's go, Dream Team. It came out in actually two seasons. The first season from 1999 mm-hmm. to 2003. Right. The second season from 2009 to 2016. Right. And it had these two really popular slogans. The opening slogan. 10년의 신화. 1초의 승부. A legend of 10 years. I think... I think what they mean uh, from a split second win. Right, right. right. About, you will be a legend for 10 years. All it takes is one second right. to become a decade legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the ending slogan <clears throat> is, you know, but we, you know, to build a society where everyone does their best and accept mm. the final results. That's right? right. That was kind of a trending thing too back right. in the day. Yes. So, you know, it. <clears throat> what it did was it pitted usually a group of five or so um, celebrities mm-hmm. against another team, oh, yeah. maybe of, you know, average folks or sure. sports folks or Some, whatever. A different oeuvre, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then they would do these crazy kind of, uh, you know, contests or yeah. challenges. I just remember these um, really strange kind of contraptions, yes. you know, yes. involving water or yes. like pulleys. And floating... L- 
things. Things. <laughs> Floating <laughs> pads. They're mm-hmm. upholstered pads. Mm-hmm. Yes, and jumping on those. And sometimes sumo wrestler yeah, outfits. That's and just right. A lot of balloons or some sort yeah. of inflatables. The sumo wrestler mm-hmm. outfits where they kind of bounced off each right. other, trying to wrestle each other, even though they can't even mm-hmm. reach. Kind of a kind of a JTV variety feel to mm. me a little too. So I yes. feel like there was a little bit of influence Probably. from there. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it kind of uh, made stars mm. or created these sort of side personalities of celebrity oh, because yeah. we realized, oh, Cho Sung Mo can sing and he's yeah. pretty athletic. Right, right. right. It made Chun Jin, right? Mm. We knew he was a great kind of physical performer. Dancer and but, you know, K-pop man, idol. He's really intense when he does these He's challenges. Yes, right? yes, yes. So, you know, <laughs> this was hilarious, fun. And some of these, you know, challenges became famous on their own, like Indiana Jones, the sliding door. So you can oh. already imagine what that might mean. Sandbag <laughs> jump. Yes, right? sandbag jumping. <laughs> yeah. So, and another kind of um, sort of um, typical or classic true by dream team is whenever you know someone wins or mm-hmm. it's a really fantastic little scene, mm-hmm. they would do it repeated in slow oh, that's right. motion. That's one of the most annoying, but yes, it is a hallmark of Korean variety show editing. <laughs> Standard operating procedure yes. SOP is when there's a certain moment that's mm-hmm. funny, a punchline or a winning moment. Right. You watch it at least three to five times on in replay. Slow in motion. motion. Over and over <laughs> again. JS Jerry 76 says, Ah, if it was Sunday morning, this was I would I was watching. It's true. It's Most a Sunday people. Sunday morning feature. Yeah, you wake up, you turn on the tube, and that's what everyone's watching. <laughs> So true. Let's go dream team. Let's go dream team. Another um, sort of athletic challenge championship Mm -hmm. sports variety show Mm -hmm. um, that's really kind of a national kind of part of the national culture now, I think, is either star Yuksang Sansukwante, <laughs> or more popularly known as Ayukte, the Idol Star Athletic Championships. So they should just call it the Olympics, because <laughs> they—I mean, look at what they do. They—it's not just you know, track and field, but they do archery, okay. they do shiram, mm. um, bowling. It's, wow, it's bowling part of the Olympics, not. I'm not wrong. sure, but they have also equestrian sports. What? Right? Wow. And uh, esports? Esports. They oh. added that. You know, it started in 2010, mm-hmm. and this it plays out every Myeongjar holiday mm-hmm. during Chuseok or mm-hmm. Sarnar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you have those three or four day kind of breaks, yeah. you turn on the TV yeah. and you'll see your favorite idol. That's true. Even BTS that wow. participated, I think, in 2018. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's not just like. <laughs> You know, four or five of your favorite idol groups. No, you have like all of them. Dozens, right? right? A dozen. Yeah, you right. get to see all of them, and it's fun to see them kind of out of formation right. and in a different context. And in uh, we were talking about physical one hundred, seeing them mm-hmm. in just you know extreme situations and how they react. It yeah. gives them a nice you 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 fill out their personality a little. Right, so. and it was a fun event for their fans as well because oh. they filled the stadiums. <gasps> Right? Oh. Cheering for their favorite oh idol. Oh my gosh, group. I can just imagine. Right? Although 10-hour yeah. filming is never always, never that fun, right? It's never fun. <laughs> I don't know why they do it. I don't know why they just don't break it up into eight-hour days. 
Call it a day. We need yeah. to unionize or something. It's tough on it's the tough. idols and their fans. Yeah. But, you know, it's... It's tough on the audience, yes. <laughs> I feel bad for the audience. <laughs> but that is one also kind of a hallmark part of mm-hmm. Korean variety TV culture. Right. Yeah. Um, you can, you know, it's something fun to um, look forward to during the major holidays, right? So do they still do this? Yeah. Oh, they do this I every think year. maybe just... during one of the pandemic years, oh, they, they stopped, stopped it. but, mm-hmm. you know, they picked it up 21 and 2022. Mm, okay. The ratings have dropped a little bit, Yeah. Um, but I don't see any... It's just become such a kind part of, a, of the popular culture Right. Now. Like you said, right. it's just part of pop right. culture. It's the annual K-Idol Olympiad of sorts. <laughs> um, GHSK Fan09 says there are some fans who don't like Ayukte yeah, because some idols get injured. It's Th- true. That's extreme, extreme fandom, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, <gasps> someone let us crash. They also don't like it because apparently like, it's bit of a dating kind of like it's a date it becomes a dating scene oh like all these kind of a meetup scene yes and they're kind of very jealous or protective of their stars get so. away from him <laughs> <laughs> don't touch him yeah i can see some, that you're playing with fire when oh. you're going to um interact uh, and produce something that really is dependent on k-idol mm-hmm. fandom because yeah, exactly. some of those fans are... Oh, they're very protective, very, very jealous. Very protective, yes, yes. Very yeah. possessive and mm-hmm. protective of their precious K-pop idols. So, you know, we have to take a... Idols are going to get a little bit injured, but they get injured performing, too. So. True, true. So, <laughs> yeah, well, well, finding a good balance. Mm-hmm. All right, um, here for our next hol- um, song break, it's Holiday. Let's listen by Hwang Soyun. That was Hwang Soyun with Holiday. And why did we play Hwang Soyun, the uber cool Sesonyeon frontman? Well, she is part of this really big sensation on um in terms of this genre i think this is definitely the breakout hit of this genre in recent my recent memory right mm-hmm. we're talking about kortteri <laughs> nen just saying it makes me laugh <laughs> oh it's a play on words it means a woman who kicks a goal or you kicks know kicks a goal but it also has a double meaning yeah. um where kortteri means sort of like bonk you on the head like, oh, I can't understand you. You're a crazy person. Right. right? Or a crazy woman. So crazy right. women. It's right. Kind of a funny, weird um, mm-hmm. wordplay. Mm-hmm. I think the English title might be kick a goal. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah, mm. That is fun. Right. Yes, there, yeah. there should be some reference to the women, yeah, I think, in the title. Absolutely. Because that is the definitely the unique, the first unique aspect of this game. It's yeah. a women's soccer, a celebrity women's soccer league that's right i mean mm-hmm. the thing about a lot of these sports variety mm-hmm. shows are they're very male dominant that's true that's even true. the sort of more co-ed mm-hmm. um contests yeah you know lean heavily towards the guys right that's true that's very and true. you know and even the more recent um sports variety shows tend to f- you know feature and focus on the big 
male sort of sports stars, yeah. sports legends, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So to have a show that focused on female contestants, mm-hmm. I think was a real kind of game changer in the genre. It's true. Mm-hmm. And another aspect of this that makes it unusual is that it's not female athletes. Also true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think that was kind of um, at the beginning, mm-hmm. the first season, I wasn't really into this concept mm-hmm. because I wasn't so into women who are seem, who seem quite unskilled yes. in the sport, mm-hmm. kind of like bopping around, oh, right? Yeah, all over the place. I, I mean, at first, I think that was mm-hmm. supposed to be the draw. They right. purposely cast uh, people Court who were... Exactly. Right? They wanted to be oddities, right. right? They wanted to take women out of their comfort zone. Right. And I didn't like the first season either because mm-hmm. I felt like it was a little demeaning. Right. I felt like, oh, let's laugh at those women who can't run to save they their lives. They don't know this. They don't know how they to, don't know how to play. Ball. They don't even know the rules. Is that? Do, do they have a long nail? manicure or, you know, oh, I don't want to ruin my makeup. I think they were expecting this. But, but. there were some key players, especially actress Park Seon-young, yes. who turned out to be an amazingly skilled, you know, athlete, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And another wonderful aspect of this show is mm-hmm. that they might have started out as a little ignoramus mm-hmm. when it came to, you sure. know, f- not football not really knowing the rules yet. But then... They really put 110% into training, into becoming great athletes. So Mm -hmm. by season two... (laughs) They're really good. They were really good. And they're super hardcore, very committed. Hardcore. They added new teams with even more hardcore athletes and Mm -hmm. contestants. Mm -hmm. And we were like, wow. And fandom started to build as if they were watching like an EPL game. It's true. And more so because there's a little bit of this like underdog element Yes, that when they started out and were were, I think the producers thought we were supposed to laugh at how Mm -hmm. inept they are. But they underestimated that women are sort of crazy in the terms of well, I'm going to do this. Yes. <laughs> right. And then seeing them improve, you know, right. how does your heart not go out to them? And they really, and another aspect, mm-hmm. you know, what women do is mm-hmm. they care for each other. That's true. That's true. The they, camaraderie. Oh my goodness. They cry. <laughs> they, they cry. love. They cheer. <laughs> it's not just for their own team, but for the, the other, other team. team. <laughs> their empathy. They, right. When they, when they, even when the other team struggles, they feel for the other team. They <laughs> cheer the other team you know i love it so it's just so that's so like i think it just brought out the best best of women women, yeah and and i think that that was just so endearing it really touched a lot of people this is a all across the demographic hits Mm -hmm. uh, show isn't it it is you know (laughs) men you know love watching this show as well Mm -hmm. you know some i think they started you know as oh this is kind of silly right but then later they were kind of really impressed (laughs) and then they really got into the teams um, the other sort of the members, yeah. and then you know these teams are actually coached by soccer legends. Legends, right? Yes, that's another draw. So right? you know, part of the fandom also is like started to kind of focus on the coaches and like yes. they're not taking this seriously. Oh, enough, I love right? that. Yeah, it's like you're a great um, one of the coaches. I think was mm-hmm. a great um, who is it um, in the goalie. Mm-hmm. So. Why are you not teaching your goalie better? Mm, I right? See. You know? Oh, they were like really invested. 
Right. <laughs> you better be a better coach to these girls. It's like, what that. is it, the Fantasy League or something mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. States, yeah, right? Yeah, the Fantasy League. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, and I, even the, you know, the star coaches, they probably, they're sitting at home in sweet retirement. They're like, you want me to do what now? Mm-hmm. And then they, they might have started out kind of tongue-in-cheek, but right. now they're, they get so invested. The coaches are crying. crying. They're, you know, cheering on. They're, you know, athletes. They're, they're crying. They're <laughs> hugging. <laughs> <clears throat> and, you know, this was a wonderful show to come out during the pandemic again for yes, the same reasons. Right, right we in the middle of the pandemic. We weren't able to do these teen sports. Yes. We weren't able to go out yeah. and then to have these kind of folks you could kind of imagine yourself in. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you could see yourself learning how to dribble or how to learn the rules of the game right. as well. That's and true. I think, you know, a lot of viewers really kind of empathize and Absolutely. put themselves yeah. in their situation you and know, enjoyed it's, it. It's one thing to see physical 100 and see the amazing, like, wow, look at that guy. But look never in jujitsu move, right? I ever attempt that. Yeah. I can't ever see myself doing that. I, it's sort of like you're in mm-hmm. a spectator mode. Right. But with these girls, a lot of them are singers, and then we've got actresses, comedians, and um, they really made it a point to mm-hmm. get them. Um, out of different, different, get them out of their comfort zone. Like, exactly. The more odd the fit, the better mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and to seeing the learning curve, right. seeing I, them start from zero, mm-hmm. you're like, that could be me. And, you know, the, Korea has great variety shows, but unfortunately, they don't feature a lot of women in them. Mm, that's right? true. They're, mm-hmm. you know, even the you know, um, the shows that do have mm-hmm. women um, contestants, mm-hmm. they're never the leaders. Mm. They're not, they don't they're form not the main, main mm-hmm. characters yeah. in the show. So to have this show mm-hmm. where the women are yeah. it, it, that's wonderful. They're like running out of women to cast because it's become <laughs> such a big deal. Uh, I even got a call, but of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it um, because I'll hurt myself. And then I and can't, it's super I can't intense. It. Yeah. And, you know, they're, the fandom also, yeah. you know, Korean fandom can go both ways. That's right? true. Very true. Very so true. some contestants or some athletes mm-hmm. who weren't really cutting it, yeah. you know, for whatever reasons, got a You're lot of backlash. You're under scrutiny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when you commit to this, you got to be serious about this. 110%. That's true. Mm-hmm. And that's what we love about these women who really brought that out of their busy schedules, out of their other careers. Right? So, yeah, this this show, I'm so surprised <laughs> how well it's doing, but you're mm-hmm. right. It was when the focus changed. Um, and, and it's it became, doing you know, very well, not only with domestic audiences, but foreign, overseas oh. audiences love this show as well, for oh. all of the reasons we cited. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, it's all time. It's already time to say goodbye to Cynthia. We were having so much fun. I really can't wait. I got one more episode of this K drama to finish, and then going straight into segueing into Physical 100. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Oh, that was fun. I hope you are protected from the fine dust, and you have mm-hmm. a fantastic week. Oh, you too, everyone. All right, mm-hmm. we will see you next time. Taking Cynthia out, the original physical dream team, man of Korean <laughs> yes, variety. Sir. Here's Kim Jong-kuk with Star, Wind, Sunlight, and Love.
That is it for today's one fine day. Today, taking us out, here's 17's unit, Busoksun BSS with Fighting Yeji, Fighting featuring Yeong Ji. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. I first